Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Praise the Lord. We thank God for another wonderful Sunday online service. We are so grateful that we have this opportunity to be able to serve the people of God. And um, it's, it's just wonderful that, you know, when a door shuts, another door opens. Who would have thought that we'd be doing online service? But by His grace, and He has enabled us and given us great media team. I mean, you know, Sam and, and, and David and, you know, um, and, you know, you guys are doing great job. We really, really appreciate you guys. God really bless you. But let's start off with prayer. Father, we thank you. We bless the name of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for your son that you sent on earth to be our redeemer. And he has redeemed us. And he has set us free that we have a free will and we have a free cause to to serve you and we, we live in a country that we have free to worship you. We are so grateful, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus as we enter into the word that you have given us for today. We pray for a receptive heart. People that are hearing us, Lord, that their hearts will be receptive. We pray, Father God, that they will not be hearers only, but they will hear and apply the word of God in their life, that their life will be changed. We pray for revelation for everyone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, today, I want to talk to you about what do you see around you in life, there is many things that is around us. Wherever we go, there are things around us. But I want to, I want to ask you, what do you see around you? And I, I, I want to read a scripture in 2 Kings chapter 4. It's a bit of a long reading, but let's read it and get some insight in this scripture. 2 Kings chapter 4, I'll read from verse 8. Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem where there was a notable woman and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in there and eat some food. And she said to her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passed by us regularly. Please let us make some let us make a small upper room on the wall and let and let us put a bed and a uh, a bed uh, for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand so that he will um, so it will be whenever he comes to us he can turn in there Verse 11, and it happened one day that he came there and he turned in uh, and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite woman. When he had called her, he stood before him. 
Verse 13, and he said to him, say now to this, say now to her, look, look, you have been concerned for us with all these cares. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak to the, uh, to your, on, to, do you want me to speak on your behalf, the king, uh, to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. So he said, so he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. Now, we, we, e Elisha, on his journey, doing his own business, doing the will of God, came in contact with this woman. The Bible says the Shunammite woman. And the, the, this woman saw this man. And when he saw Elisha, she, you know, to her, she saw an opportunity to serve. And many of us miss our opportunity when we are supposed to be serving. We miss our opportunity when we, 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 we are to serve. We look around and we're looking for somebody else to serve. But this woman knew exactly, he knew exactly what she had to do in order that God will see her needs. You, you know, there's um, Matthew 20. Let's read Matthew 20. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Are we there yet? Matthew 20, 28. Um, Jesus, I mean, sorry, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. The Son of Man, our Lord Jesus Christ, came on this planet Earth not to be served, but to serve. As a believer, we've all been called with this purpose. And, we, we, and that is to serve. We are to serve others. We've been called not to, uh, not to be served, but we've been called to serve. Amen. So if you are a believer and you don't have a heart to serve, you will never be served. You have to serve in order to be served. The same as your Lord, Jesus, we are supposed to follow Jesus. We're supposed to follow his examples. So what he did is what we should do. And this Shunammite woman saw an opportunity to serve. Verse 9, she saw that Elisha was 
a holy man of God. I mean, I'm asking you, what do you see around you? What is your eye seeing? The people that God brings into your life, what do you see in them? You see, this woman saw in the Elisha that he was a man of God. When God brings people around you, you only see negative. That is why it doesn't go well with you. You see, anybody that you meet, there is something that God brings into that person that is supposed to, you're supposed to receive from that person. But if you are so negative, you cannot receive from the person. Can you imagine Elisha going about his business? This woman invites him and come and eat. And for that reason, they became so like friends. Anytime Elisha will stop and eat. And the, 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 the woman saw something that was different. And let me just say this. Also, when you are walking about, you got to conduct yourself well. Amen. You got to conduct yourself well that people will see what is in you. If you don't conduct yourself well, they won't see what is in you. So I want you to notice that this Shanamite woman saw some greatness in Elisha. Amen. In Matthew 16. Matthew 16. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 16, verse 16. You see, when Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? Some say you are, you know, the prophet, Elijah. You know, some say many have different views. But Simon Peter said, Thou art Christ. Verse 16, Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Simon Peter saw in his master that he's been walking with <clears throat> for years that this is the Christ. And the Bible goes on to say, you know, Jesus says, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father that is in heaven. And we know that Jesus said, upon this will I build my church. Upon the revelation of, of knowing that I am the Christ. See, if you do not have a revelation of the, uh, of uh, of the uh, revelation of the people that God brings into your life, if you don't see exactly what is in them, how would you benefit from them? Simon Peter saw that in Christ, he is the son of the living God. What do you see about the people that God brings about you? The, again, this Shanamite woman saw an opportunity to be a blessing. Um, in verse 10, I'll read that again just in case you're drifting from it. 
second Kings. Let's go back to the scripture. Verse 10, it says, Please, he said to the husband, Please let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed and a table and a lampstand so that when this man passes by, you know, and a bed so that he can have a place um, to chill. Why would this woman want to do this? <coughs> Why would this woman want to make a room <coughs> that he can give to this man of God a place to rest? He saw, she saw an opportunity to be a blessing. Oh my Lord. Many times... We miss our opportunity to be a blessing. But when we miss this opportunity to be a blessing, we, we miss our blessing. We hinder our blessing. Whatever God wants to do in our, you know, I say it all the time. When, when, whenever, Whatever, whenever God wants to do something in your life, he will first of all ask you to do something. Whenever God wants to do something in your life, he will first of all ask you to do something. Because it is by you doing something that you give yourself an opportunity for God also to do something. The woman saw an opportunity. To be a blessing to Elisha. In Acts chapter 20. Acts 20. Let me go over here. Acts chapter 20. Thank you Lord. Are we there? Acts 20, 35. I can quote it, but let's read it. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. I have shown you, I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ that he said, it is more blessing to give than to receive. Church, I mean, a lot of people don't know this scripture that I've just read. A lot of people has no idea about giving and receiving. And it is like a seed if you do not plant a seed, how would you ever be able to have a harvest? <coughs> you need to be a blessing in order to be blessed. Now, you say, well, as soon as God bless me, I will be a blessing. No. God is waiting for you to sow that seed so that that seed will germinate 
And that seed then will be, bring a harvest. If you do not sow a seed, and I know sowing a seed in the church world today <coughs> has become something that people don't want to hear. But you see, just because 10 people has messed up with sowing a seed does not change God's word, does not change God's principle, does not change God's way of doing things. It still stands the same that if you don't sow a seed, you will not have a harvest. Jesus says, it is more of a blessing to receive than to, uh, more of a blessing to give than to receive. So, in your life, I want you to look for opportunity to be a blessing. Years ago, in, you know, in divine, there was a sister called um, um, Sister Erajua, and I always talk about her when I'm talking about giving. Erajua was a, a sister that seek for opportunity to be a blessing. Erajua, no matter what situation Erajua is in, when you, you don't even ask her, as soon as Erajua see, oh, I, you, you, he, he's, there to, he's there to give, he's there to, to help out whatever, wherever, Erajua is there to be a blessing. And one thing about her, in these years that I, I've been, you know, in the church, she always did, she always did a blessing. She always blessed people without looking for anything back. Amen. She was just a giver. From her whole heart. Never, never, never seek anything in return. And as a result of that, I can assure you, the girl was always, 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 always prospering. You see, there is nothing better that you can do to, to, to get a result than to be sowing a seed. There is absolutely nothing. So if you're sowing a seed, if you're being a blessing, be a blessing with a good heart. If you, are a, if you try to be a blessing with a wrong motive, well, you're not doing it for God and it's unprofitable. The Shanamite woman saw an opportunity to be a blessing. And therefore, ask the husband to put a room up the roof and make provisions so that Elisha will find a place to rest. She was, I mean, she was, I mean, she saw an opportunity to rise up also in faith. Um, verse 20, 1 Kings 4, verse 20 through 23. We didn't read that, but let, <clears throat> let's look at it. First Kings 4, verse 20. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, 
This is the child that Elisha said to the Shadamite woman, you're going to have a child because you've taken all this care of us. The Lord is going to give you a child. She said, oh man, man of God, don't mess me up, you know. But anyway, the child grew. The, the, the father was in a farm. The child went to the farm. Then he was sick. And the husband said, well, call the servant, say, take him to his mother. Then he goes to his mother and sits on his mother's lap and then dies. Lord, have mercy. Whatever God has given to you, it's, it's, he has given it to you to keep. If you will continue to walk with him by faith. When he had, verse 20, I read, when he has taken him and brought him, uh, uh, and brought him to his mother, he sat on his, uh, on her knee till noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Verse 22. Then she called her husband and said, Please send me one of the one of the young men and one of the donkey that I may run to the man of God and come back. 23. So he said, the husband said, Why? I, why are you going to, to him today? It is not it is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. The husband could not see any reason why the Shunammite woman, his wife, should go to the man of God because it was not a season for her to visit the man of God. It was neither a new moon nor the Sabbath. So why are you going? And the woman said, it is well. And this is one of my favorite slogans that it is well. No matter what situation you are facing, you need to see God in that situation. And if you see God in that situation, then I can guarantee you that it is well. The Shunammite woman, her son was dead. Her son was kaput, completely dead, was not breathing. But he said to the husband, I am going to the man of God. Man, that woman had faith. I am going to the man of God. And when I go to the man of God, if I get to the man of God, then it is well. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I get so excited when I read that scripture. It is well. No matter what situation, no matter what circumstance, no matter who is around, no matter who is not around, as long as you have Jesus in your heart, as long as you have Jesus in your life, it is well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray. 
Those that are listening in the name of Jesus shall be well, Lord. Every situation, every circumstance, every stronghold that the powers of darkness has brought in their life. Lord, I pray, reach out by faith. Speak, Lord, speak the words that they may speak. The words of the Shalomite woman that it is well. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So, the Shanamite woman rose up in faith. Hallelujah. He rose up in faith. Her faith came alive. And so she went to the man of God. Verse 26. He says, the Shanamai woman with the donkey, they've run to the man of God. So verse 26, he says, please run now to meet her. And say to her, it is well with is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the with the child? And she answered, It is well. The Shanamite woman have left her son dead. Comes to Elisha. Elisha sees her coming from a distance and sent Gehazi run to the woman and ask her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? The woman said, it is well. Come on now. You will say that maybe the woman is being dishonest. Ha <laughs> ha. The, the, I mean, yeah, it is well with her, it is well with the husband, but it's not well with the child in the physical. See, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if we are dealing with the things of God, we have to think spiritually. The Shanamite woman was not looking at the physical body of that child that is dead. The Shanamite woman was looking at the word of God that Elisha has said to her that you are going to have a son. Elisha never said you're going to have a son and the son will die at a young age. So the Shanamite woman was fully persuaded if she can get to the man of God, this child will live. So, she said it is well. Verse 27. Now when she had come to the man, to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, let her alone, for her soul is in deep distress. And the Lord had hidden it from me. And has not told me. So she said. 
did I did I ask you? Did I ask a son? Um, for um, as did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, get yourself ready and take your and take my staff in your hand and and be on your way. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if you if you greet and if anyone greets you, do not answer. Do not answer him, but lay my staff on the face of the child. Now, something we need to pick up from here. Now, we're talking about, you know, opportunity to serve. We're talking about, um, you know, seeing correctly. Seeing what is in a person that God has brought into your life. We're talking about opportunity to be a blessing. We're talking about opportunity to rise up in faith. But also, there's opportunity for us to stay in faith. There's also opportunity. You see, it's one thing to rise up in faith. It's another thing to stay in faith. This woman rose up in faith by saying to the husband, it is well. Then he gets to Elisha and stay in faith and says to Gehazi that it is well. But when Elisha sent Gehazi, he says to her, him, listen, take my stuff and run. To the house. Don't greet anyone. And if anyone greets you, don't answer. Sometimes, see, we live in a world that our mind, our physical world, has override the things of the spirit. Can you imagine? Gehazi sees some prominent man coming and Gehazi just walk past the person. Will the army of that town not capture Gehazi and put him in, in the dungeon? But we have to obey the Lord. You see, Elisha is sending Gehazi with an anointing. He's sending Gehazi with an anointing, and that anointing should not be tempered with. There should be a focus, a connection right on through to the boy. Please, there are times that we get spiritual direction to do things, and it's not the, the human mind, or it doesn't add up. To the natural world. But we need to trust God. Amen. We need to trust God. It doesn't make sense. Something like. Speaking in other tongues. It really doesn't make sense. Say you are talking to God. It doesn't make sense. But it's spiritual. And we need to 
adhere to it so that God will do in us what he has promised and what he has said he will do. Amen. So, you see, to agree with God, to, to, I mean, to agree with what God has said is being in faith. If we are in faith, we do not go contrary to the word of God. If we are in faith, we speak what God has said. Brother Hagen says, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. And if we are ever going to walk with the Lord, we need to stand up on the promises of God. We need to stand on the word of God. We need to refuse to change our way of talking, our way of speaking. What comes out of our mouth should be completely in line with the word of God. The Shunammite woman refused to say anything contrary to what Elisha has promised her. Hallelujah. 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 You see, we need to move. Let me tell you something. There are so many of us that lives on stress avenue. Too many of us, too many Christians live on stress avenue. When did stress become a word that affected you as a believer? This is modern world. Listen, we need to move away from stress avenue. We need to move away from doubt road. Some of us live on doubt road. Everything we doubt. If it doesn't make sense to the uh, human knowledge, uh, mind, then we doubt it. Ah, are you sure? You think it's... Ah, 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 ah. We're doubting God all the time. He's not a man that he should lie. His ways are not our ways. What the way he does things is not the way we, uh, um, the way we do things. It's not the way he does things. He does it different and it's contrary to our way of thinking. So we need to stop. Move away from doubt road. Amen. We, some, of, some of us live on worry street. We worry about everything. That, you know, we can't do nothing unless we worry. We, some of us, we function better when we are worrying. Some people say, well, I, I, I operate better under, uh, under stress. Man, you will kill yourself before your time. Why can't you take the easier route that God has given you? Be anxious for nothing, but by, every, by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto the Lord. Let your request be made known unto the Lord. That is what you got to do and get away. God don't want you to be stressful so that you can perform. He wants you to be at peace with yourself so that you will live long for him. Some of us are on confused streets. 
confused street. Confused about everything. You see, the Shanamite woman was focused. He was not confused about his son. <laughs> he was not confused at all about his son. She was fully persuaded that her son will live. So she can say, it is well. What do you see around you in your life? What do you see around you? Do you see a, a confused street as a, a good street to live on? Well, I encourage you to move from confused street. Some of us live on wandering road. We wonder, is it going to work? Is it going to happen? Is it, ah, these people, all they do is they want you to give and give and give and give. Is, is it going to work? Is this, uh, man, you know, the, the biggest problem the church has is the people of the church, most of the time, are serving people and not God. When you are serving people, you will wonder and wonder and wonder. But when you serve in God, he is so reliable. God is so reliable. God is so dependable. God is so trustworthy that you have no reason to live on wandering streets or wandering road. Some live in Kudisak. I don't know. Kudisak Road, I don't know. Don't know. Are you coming? Well, I don't know. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Are you going to be at church tomorrow? I don't know. Live on, I don't know, Kudisak. Well, I will encourage you. Move from, I don't know. And don't, when you move from, I don't know, please don't go to Fear Avenue. Fear Avenue is just as bad as I don't know, um, Kudisak. What I want you to do, what I'm here to encourage you to do today is I want you to move on Faith Street. Now, Faith Street, and, and it doesn't matter if you can, if you get a place in number nine or number 10 or number 20, number 47, num wherever, if it's faith street, man, get a place there and live by faith. The just, those that have been justified, they will live their life by faith. You as a believer, there is no way you should be living on stress avenue. There's no way you should be living on Doubt Street, uh, Doubt Road. There's no way you should be living on Worry Street or Confused Street, Wandering Road, Don't Know Kudisak or Fear Avenue. There's no way you should be living there. But you should be, you should move to Faith Avenue, and Faith Avenue is a place that you believe God. You believe, believe, believe. Even unto death, you will believe Him. I stand here as a testimony about what God can do in your life. I stand here 
as a testimony, knowing that God is more than able to do whatsoever that you ask of him. Remember, the Shanamite woman that we've talked about, the only difference she had was she had a heart of God, for God. You said, yes, I also have a heart for God. Yes, you have a heart for God. But do you see opportunity to serve? Do you see opportunity to recognize the man of God, the people of God that, will bring into, that God brings into your life? Do you see opportunity to be a blessing? Do you really go out of your way to be a blessing? Do you see opportunity to rise up in faith? And do you see opportunity to stay in faith? I want you to pick up this. It's one thing rising up in faith. It's another thing to stay in faith. I want to encourage you today. The just shall live their life by faith. Without faith, it is impossible. Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. He that comes to God must know that he is. And that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you're listening to me, I want you to know that there is God. And God is calling us. God is calling you to come home. Maybe you've gone astray from his presence. Maybe you've gone astray from his church. Maybe you've gone astray and gone to do your own thing. But today, I want to encourage you to surrender your life either the first time to him or to surrender your life back to him again. <clears throat> if you mean business with God, then receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I'm going to pray a prayer. And I want you to repeat that prayer after me. Pray with me. As I lead you that do not know Christ, as I lead you to Christ, that Christ become your personal Savior, Christ become your Lord. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thou knowest the heart of man and those that have genuinely turned their life to you right now as they hear this message. And as they pray with me, I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit, that is the one that has convicted their heart, I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch them right now. You said, the Bible tells us that anyone comes to, that comes to the Lord, he will by, by no means turn away. So if, as they receive you as their Lord, I pray, 
there will be a transformation of, of heart. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into their life. Take control. Be Lord of their life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if you did pray the prayer with me, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and you pray the prayer with me, please, there is information there that you should email us and then we will follow up with you. God richly bless you. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord. You alone is God. Bless you, Father God, for this opportunity to share the word of God. We pray that hearts that have received, Father, their their life will never be the same again. We pray that we're not going through emotions, but we know the divine appointment that you have with your people. So may this be a turning point for many in the name of Jesus. May they see this story of this Shanamai woman and Elisha. May it be a transformation of their life. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone says, Amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.